What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. We can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. We look to the future but embrace our past. We study. We analyze. We race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. Through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection, we learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
25 Molo here from Grunball. Kingsley turns that far sideways. Brian the game is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures, Traction MXC Covers, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got the number 81 of Henry Miller. Henry, how are you this beautiful Wednesday afternoon? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just hanging out, relaxing. Um, just just trying to get ready for Washougal. Washougal this weekend, and uh, I gotta say, my friend, I texted you on uh, I believe it was Monday afternoon or maybe it was Sunday, and uh, you were um, eastbound and down, and uh, it couldn't have been more of a privateer text because uh, I called you uh, looking for an interview, and you said can't do it right now. There's no AC in my van. Uh, I, I got the windows down, and if that's not privateer motocross, I don't know what is. Definitely uh, running away see here for a few weekend or a few weeks, and uh, just trying to get it figured out. But not the top priority on my list right now, so I'm just dealing with it. Fair enough. Now, uh, what what are the priorities for a uh, a top privateer like yourself, a guy who has been uh, since going out to a 450, uh, has uh, been pegging off uh, factory guys uh, on, on a weekly basis? Um, what what's clicked for you this year? Um, really just, just my program here at Club of Max, uh, they've been, they've just had me on point. They've, I've been every day, uh, depending on how I feel. I mean, just, they're going off of my body and how I'm looking, how I'm riding, everything like that. It's just, everything's falling, falling into line a lot better this year. Um, uh, since jumping to the 450, I haven't had as many bike problems, so I haven't been stressed out on that. I mean, so that, that's been a big part, not as, no stress, just worry about me and my bike, and that's it. Have fun, enjoy it, and that's what I've been doing. For sure. We saw you make strides in Supercross, um, uh, climbing the, uh, the the qualification numbers throughout those weeks, and uh, even saw you in, uh, in in a number of main events. I believe you, you made four or three of them. Um, I made everyone but Daytona. I got landed on in the heat that's race. Right. That's and then right. In Minneapolis, um, people didn't know, but I came in with a broken finger and a concussion leaving that Monday before, so I was a little, little off. No kidding, but uh, how could you miss your, uh, your, your your hometown Supercross? What was it like to perform in front of uh, hometown fans? I imagine there was uh, more than a few uh, number 81 fans out there. Uh, yeah, definitely. It was great. Um, I got to see all my friends, family. They were all there cheering me on and just that atmosphere was really nice knowing that there was just a big crowd of people that supported me and knew I could do it. 
So this year, we, or 2018 Supercross, I imagine you'll be back on the East Coast, but uh, no trip to Canada this year. How disappointed you're in uh, 2018 you won't be going uh, uh, across the border to Canada again? Uh, honestly, um, <laughs> I'm not that disappointed. Last year, uh, I, flew, I flew up there with Cade and A-Ray, and uh, oh, those two – yeah, that was probably my first mistake. They walked right through customs and everything, and I got stopped. Uh, I took an extra thirty minutes, so I'm not I'm not that bummed that we're not going up there. Fair enough, fair enough. Now, um, switching our focus to the to the outdoors, um, started the year off on a 250F, and um, I don't know, I can't remember exactly what round you made the switch but uh and it's been talked about on uh, a number of broadcasts for main mainly uh financial reasons as well as durability reasons going to the big 450 and uh honestly man it's been a, a huge uptick for your results um have you always done well on, on a big bike you're not necessarily a large gentleman um i've always liked the 450 it suits my style i'm i'm more of a i don't like the vibe that it's in the rev so much so it it kind of just suits my style better but i haven't up until i switched to the 450 um two days before muddy creek yeah, first muddy time creek. i rode it yep first time i rode it was two days before muddy creek put an hour on the bike um got the muddy creek frame was broke swap frame motor everything to 250 frame so um it's it's been a it's been a trip but the 450 is definitely suiting me a lot better, and I'm enjoying. I'm just, I just believe in my bike a lot more, and it's, it stays together. It's the biggest thing. The 250, I was just, it was a fighting battle just to keep the motor running. So, that that just makes life a lot, a lot easier on me. Now, uh, now that you've cemented yourself uh, deep within the top twenty of uh, of the the outdoors, have you considered sending a photo, of, a headshot of yourself to the AMA so that they can uh, uh, not have this mysterious black figure uh, as as your uh, your logo? Because uh, you, you've you've had some top ten motos, my friend, and uh, also some uh, infamous hole shots. Uh, I think it's time to get your uh, your smiling face up there. Uh, yeah, I actually I looked at that last night on the rider registration thing. And I noticed that I can submit my photo there. So, uh, I was looking at that last night. So I might actually do that here this week before I Google. Uh, just in case, I mean, I might, you never know. I might get another whole shot here. Well, let's talk yeah, about good. that. That that like the the all of uh, social media in motocross is talking about. It. I wouldn't be surprised if it's already on MX Fails or one of those other big uh, big accounts that uh, share it. And for those who don't already follow you on Instagram, uh, just search Henry Miller. I believe it's H underscore Miller eighty one. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Just off the top of my head, and uh, yeah, if we're, if you're not already following Henry Miller, please go do so. He's a great follow. Always keeps the fans updated. But uh, Henry, it's your it's your home national in front of all these home fans, the front of the fans, the same fans that you used to wax me on, uh, on a. Well, I was on a KX two fifty F. You were probably on an eighty, um, and uh, in District twenty three, and uh, those same fans watched you auger that front end in like no tomorrow and uh uh that that would have been the the greatest mixture of elation and disappointment all in about 10 seconds yeah it was it was great i mean i seen that white line first and uh there's nobody around me uh and then we i mean 
50 feet later, it bit me in the butt, and I was laying on the ground, and everybody was going by. So, I mean, it was it was really exciting, and at the same point, it was pretty disappointing when the front end dug in the ground and I went over the bars. But, hey, it's part of racing. I got back up and just put my head down and went to work. Yeah, 9.14 for 12th overall, uh, mixed in there, uh, just just a couple of points behind Weston Pike. Uh, like, you've got a factory bike of, of Benny Bloss, and you have Justin Bogle, Matt Bichalia, uh all these guys around you that uh, are on uh, much... Um, much, much uh, like just more established programs than your own, and uh, you're in there and you're you're racing forward to go get them in that in that uh, that second moto. Um, what was it like slashing through the pack a little bit, making some passes? And uh, was this obviously you got you got a quite a bit of time on uh, Millville soil? Did was this particular race? A little, I wouldn't say easier for you, but uh, you kind of knew where to go to make passes. Um, yeah, definitely. I knew I knew where I could make a pass and where I just needed to stick in behind and follow that definitely helps that doesn't change from low race to the pro race you still your boundaries there and whatnot but definitely you couldn't this weekend the track was insanely different um i've never seen millville that gnarly so it came down to just being smart patient didn't just try to force my right force my way around everyone so that was really the biggest key is just be patient and, and when I seen the spot I could do it, I'd just do it, run around that guy and work on the next one. Yeah, honestly, working your way all the way up to 14th, uh, that's basically charging the entire moto. Uh, was there any point where you kind of raced yourself to the point where you were kind of alone out there or were you uh, picking guys off right up to the finish line? Um, I want to say the... I don't know who the last person I passed was, but I made the pass in the 14th place, and as soon as that happened, I kind of just, the next person I seen on the pit board, it said 15 seconds, and then I seen number 8, and then he said 88, and 15 seconds, you're kind of out there by yourself, and no man's land at that point with, I think we had like four or five laps left, and I just kind of just broke round race, and uh, if I caught him, I caught him, but Honestly, I, at that point, I didn't think it was going to be possible to reel them in fully. But I just kept to myself and just rode my own race and uh, just finished. That's really all I could do. Yeah, he couldn't quite get uh, uh, John Short, who uh, 15 seconds adrift at uh, four laps to go. Uh, kind of unrealistic unless he has some sort of an issue but you were able to make your that move on Brandon Shearer put yourself at the 14th position and uh 12th overall in the day you got to be uh leaving uh smiling ear to ear whether or not the uh the air conditioning works or not yeah definitely uh I was happy with how the day went I mean minus the start trash but uh it would have been nice to see how it could have ended up if I went to went down in the first corner for sure, uh, we talked about it on our, uh, our 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 review pod. Honestly, I couldn't have seen you uh, slide any further back than maybe uh, sixth or seventh with a start like that, and just the knowledge of the track um, and the way things space out at the front of the pack, man. Uh, and and your fitness is always on point, and it's only gotten better throughout this year. I think uh, you were looking at a career best for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but there's always another weekend, and yeah. uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quit. I do better have so far. 
So, so it's like better for expecting to try to get in that top five here sometime before this year's over. Well, that's a lofty goal, my friend. I wish you the best luck to going towards it. Now, let's spin the clocks back about uh, six weeks or seven weeks, roughly, to uh, uh, Lakewood, Colorado, uh, a race that maybe you probably don't want uh, to, to dwell on too much, but uh, you, you kind of crashed into my life a little bit in the fact that uh, I was standing on the fence next to uh, Johnny O'Mara, and uh, right after the finish line, uh, you you decided to take out a post, and uh, well, honestly, I thought you were a whole lot more injured than you were, and maybe you can give me an insight as to how injured you, you ended up being from this crash, but uh, you absolutely exploded onto the scene just in front of the, uh, the finish line there, and we're in quite a bit of pain. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I had a back break. My back break went off across or off the gym before the finish line. And I was skating on the gravel on the side of the track trying to avoid the fence and um, I clipped the last fence post and it and I actually ended up dislocating all three knuckles in my pointer finger, two knuckles in my middle finger and then just my hand was just as size of a pumpkin. Um, and then I had the the fence holes actually went through the bottom of my boot. So that hurt, but thankfully it only went through the boot and it didn't go into me. So there was that. I mean, my foot was swelled up a little bit. So uh, it was definitely a, a bad weekend for me, but um, we just put that behind us and on the next weekend. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffay, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us.
Cereal B's Amigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow uh, Alex Ray's doors off in the track, but I do it at K1 speed, too. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys who are building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing products. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it, these guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one of a kind. The reason why they're one of a kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses clear lenses, 10-pack of tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia, and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the Viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means the return of legendary performance. 
Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road racers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. No doubt. Well, uh, I, I had the pleasure of uh, picking up your very warm motorcycle. That thing was absolutely, it was, uh, it, uh, that thing was hotter than hell, honestly. Uh, leaned it up against the post. Next time I saw it, it was gone, actually. And, uh, uh you, your, the, the medical team was at your side right away. And, uh, you, honestly, I thought you had a broken leg the way you were grabbing at your one leg there. But, uh, glad to see that you, uh, you, you didn't, uh, sustain any more injuries than that was. And then, uh, moving forward, was that your last race on a 250F? Uh, for the year? Uh, actually, we went to High Point and we had a motor left on the first moto. So, uh, and then I went up for the second moto and that was the last one for the 250. Last one for the 250. Yeah, now looking at it, uh, yeah, tough tough go as far as uh, high, point, high Point went for you. Uh, but it seems like you've, uh, you're, you're, uh, you've really found your stride on the 450. Looking forward to Washougal, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, like it's a hard pack track. Uh, there's been we've had some mutters there in the past, as well as uh, you've got to battle some shadows. Um, do you have any time on Washougal? Um, is it a brand new track for you? What, what's the deal there? Um, all I've done is the national last year. That was my first time going up there, and um, it was slick. They got some rain before, so. It, a little greasy, got that hard back as you were saying, and then the shadows those play a big role in the race there. It's definitely, you know, it's it's pretty pretty difficult with them shadows. No doubt. Well, uh, hopefully you can battle that. Um, there's a lot of uh, at, like privateers that are finding different ways to pit for that particular race, just because it's so far out of the way. Um, any any tricks up your sleeves as far as uh, pitting with anyone, or uh, or are you just going to get in the van and start driving tomorrow? Um, thankfully, I get to fly to Washougal, since I'm in South Carolina. Um, the guy who owns Trigger Racing, which is just, it's just a guy, it's not really a team. Um, that's a because uh, he is making them all. He's actually leaving. He should be leaving in the next oh, sir. You're sounding a little bit like a robot. Him and One sec. Uh, try again? You good? Yeah, you're good now. Uh, start out. Start with the trigger racing thing again. Okay, Um. yeah, there's uh, a guy that helps me. He called, or he's, it's not... We have trigger racing. It's not really a team. It's just more or less of uh, more or less me, and then the guy who helps me with the he gives me the bike and helps me pay for everything and all that. And uh, he is actually leaving tonight to make the long haul out to Washougal. And then uh, I found somebody that helped me pay for a plane ticket to go out there, so I get to leave Friday afternoon and then show up at the track on Saturday. So that is a a, a big change this weekend. 
No get kidding. to fly instead of drive. That, that's a huge asset, honestly. There's a there's something to be said for being able to get to a race rested and uh, and able to just worry about nothing but going fast. And I think that's honestly, aside from the equipment and the program and all that that uh, the the factory guys are on, just that being able to to get to the race and and have no worry other than just to twist the throttle uh, is a huge, huge uh, just a, a mental ad- advantage that those guys have over uh, guys like yourself. And uh, hopefully, uh, this will help. Uh, kind and narrow the gap a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree. It's a, I feel like it's an advantage if you can fly to the races and you're all rested and don't worry about driving or none of that. You just show up at the track on Saturday and do your thing. No kidding. Now, uh, you're you're a, a Minnesota guy, born and raised, I believe, correct? Yes, sir. And uh, so, Racing District 23, um, who are some of your greatest competitors? Who are some guys that you battled with uh, in the amateur ranks? And, uh, like, um, is, is it cool to kind of go back and, and see them a little bit? And uh, who else is twisting the throttle pretty good down there? Um, Honestly, all the people that I grew up racing with on mini bikes have kind of, they've all kind of left the scene and They've moved on to different things, but there is a couple left that I have grown up racing. Um, I grew up racing with, let's see, Benny Bloss would come up to the Millville every once in a while, race with us, and then we have Cameron McAdoo, he's from Iowa, he'd come up and race our local races and stuff, and I'd go on there, battle with him. And then we got Jerry Robin, he's also from Minnesota, Native, and uh, me and him would go out every weekend. Other than that, though, there's not too many people that I grew up racing that haven't got out of the sport. Whatever happened to that Cody Eaton kid that used to race in uh, the DMC in like North Dakota all the time, and then for like, I haven't heard anything from that kid in years. Cody Eaton, um, isn't he the one that runs Countdown Seventy Seven now? Something like that. I, I'm not too sure. I know yes, he, I, I think that's. I believe that's him. Okay, fair enough. Because yeah, there's a kid that like he was from North Dakota or close to Minnesota, and he was went really fast. Uh, and I think he kind of sandbagged a little bit in the B class for the longest time, and then all of a sudden you just didn't hear from him at all. Um, but uh, like growing up in in Minnesota, who are some of the guys obviously uh, that you that you looked up to or that you wanted to aspire to? get to their level um like i don't like you're you're quite a few years younger than ryan dungy so maybe that guy was already off the scene by the time you were really going fast on 80s uh who are some of the guys you looked up to um he he was his last year that he raced amateur i was just getting on an 85 i definitely looked up to him and then there was uh i don't know if you know who randy D. Bartolo is he used to be a big name up there um uh, I definitely looked up to Alex Martin. He, I used to ride with him and Jeremy during the week sometimes while I was, uh, well, while I was younger. I looked up to them guys. Um, I mean, just just mainly some local A guys that I thought were just really fast. And uh, I mean, I just looked up to them mainly. 
Fair enough. So, l- looking forward to 2018. Um, is the plan to go back onto a 250 for Supercross? Is there a chance we see you on a 450 for Supercross? And uh, pretty cool to also see you uh, uh, become more and more embraced by a local gear manufacturer by the name of FXR, who uh, basically uh, became your like title sponsor for uh, for Millville and uh, possibly going forward. That's pretty cool. Um. Yeah. Definitely. Um. We're not we're not sure what what the plan is. Um, we've talked about doing the 250 thing over. We've also also talked about doing the 450 and Supercross. But uh, as a privateer, to do the whole series on a 450 is obviously going to cost a lot, just in traveling and stuff like that. So um, as we get as outdoors comes to a close and uh, we get we get moving into the off season. We'll make the call. I'm probably going to try and just, I'm going to train on both, but I'll probably start training on the 450 for Supercross just so, just cause it's cheaper to ride and practice. Yeah. And then, uh, see how I like that and see what, see what, um, Brandon here at clubs thinking and see what, see if he thinks I should give it a shot or whatnot. Um, otherwise, I mean, it's kind of up in the air right now. Just, just kind of, uh, just going to wing it right now. Just, just wait for that time to come. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little bit too far off to be uh, predicting that sort of thing. But uh, wouldn't it be nice if you could, you could be back in the days of uh, of double-classing it, where uh, guys like uh, Jason Thomas would make mo- both main events and collect uh, uh, main event money from both classes on a, on a given weekend? That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, nowadays, I feel like that would be really hard to do just because of the way the competition is going don't get it wrong, competition was big back then, but just between the difference in the bikes and everything like that and the track and whatnot, just I feel like it'd be difficult endurance-wise too, but it would be cool. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, I know you got a ton of great sponsors, and you can throw me on speakerphone now to uh, give those guys a shout-out. And uh, I really appreciate you making some time for us today, man. Uh, you're, you're hard at work at Club MX. Hopefully it's a, it's a, an easy flight for you up to uh, Washington. And as always, best of luck this weekend. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'd like to thank definitely Trigger Racing, uh, Chess Cadillac, my mom, my dad, my sister, my family. Thank you. Or they they hook it up good. Um, showy helmets, Moto stuff, Hinson, Black Diamond, MX, C Concepts, Enzo, RKXL, FMF, EVS, ODI, um, Dunlop, Trick Trick Engineer, Moto Tape, uh, the Collective Experience, X Brand Goggles, Rutted Racing, uh, Dixie Fuel, and just anyone that I forgot. Uh, I I really appreciate everything you guys have done for me. No kidding, man. Well, uh, hopefully uh, uh, you can add a, uh, a auto auto air conditioning specialist onto that list at some point this uh, this summer and uh, and get the cool breezes you drive back and forth to these nationals. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show, uh, Henry. Uh, we'll definitely have you on again. And uh, and for those who don't already follow you on social media, H underscore. Yeah, H underscore Miller 81 on Instagram. Keep track of this guy because he's going places. Thanks so much there, Henry. Thank you very much.